2: This is TalkSport Daily.
3: Hello, happy Thursday, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Yes, my name is Andy. Above the door, so to speak, a bit like Bet Lynch in Coronation Street when she was the um, landlord or the landlady, I should say. Being politically correct, come on, don't be sexist on the podcast. All right, I just, I just said landlord. I meant landlady. Blimey. Anyway, we start today's podcast with a look back at last night's press conference between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. Two. I mean, it wasn't their second press conference. That's the name of the fight. It's called Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury, two probably how they say it. Anyway, that fight live and exclusive on TalkSport Sunday morning and would you believe it, would you believe it, at the press conference, two grown men held abuse at each other and tried to fight each other. I mean, it's, I've never seen anything so disgusting in all my life at a boxing press conference.
2: And don't he dare ever, he be not ever say he got me to a big time box. Ever in this game, I, I, I'm going to slap him because... If anybody to Big Time Boxes is me, don't, you, don't, don't ever forget, when I found you, you, you were, you were strung out on coke. When I found you, you was, you was like a big house contemplating about killing yourself. So don't you ever forget who brought you to Big Time box. I drug you back. I brought you back. I provided food and put p- food on your table for your family to eat, and I'm doing it for the second time. So to, don't you ever forget that. I brought you to Big Time Boxing. The last time you were here, what did you do? Who came up and showed and saw you? How many? 15 the first time, 35 the second time. When I came, how many showed up? Down there, sold it out. This time around, I, I, I sold the pay-per-view too. And this time around, they here for me to see unfinished
1: untrue. business. All untrue. He's got a whole lot of appreciation for someone who's fed him, looked after him, and put millions in his account. <laughs> Very nice person, D. You know, you owe me everything. I brought you to this level. Welcome to Big Time Boxing. It's his second fight on the top. He fought his number one ranked opponent, Luis Ortiz, in his last fight. He done 300,000 buys. Fight. Against 300,000 buys in the biggest country in the world. Nobody
2: I can fight, fight a
1: bomb do a million views at home, you know? so. Well,
2: you're not home.
1: Well, I am home, because this, this is the home ball. of the Gypsy King.
2: And, and guess, I'm Bomb. How many did you do? This is the How home, home of the Gypsy do? King. When you fall here. Home of the you Gypsy remember, King, Las Vegas. You remember the time the you fall here? How I many I mean came and saw the you? the biggest How I many came and saw your talent? It was falling here in I I mean my it. box. It wasn't for you. 1,500. Paul, 1, Paul. Gave away the rest get of the, the of video the back up and you'll see. time with 3,500, you gave away the rest of the t- tickets. Listen, you're to to just mold a club cool show fighter. I'm giving you the
1: opportunity to defend your belt. But when I've took it off you and burst your bubble, just like the last British man, you know, came here, burst a bubble of an undefeated see, fighter. See, see, they and always, boom, they always get beaten beat like, again.
3: Next up, of course, was my show. Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. And we always begin the first hour of the show with reaction to big games in football. And there were two, actually. Spurs, of course, were playing RB Leipzig in Europe. And Man City were playing, well, I mean, England's in Europe. so I Although they're kicked out of Europe, aren't they? <laughs> oh, apologies. They were playing West Ham United. So if you're one of the nine people that turned up to the Etihad or you went to White Hart Lane or you just wanted your say on my show, this is what it sounded like when words come up through your throat, out of your mouth and into your telephone.
0: Manchester City have just doubled their league. It's Kevin De Bruyne who's fired him from a tight angle, right hand side, just after the arm I'm shocked at the, and stunned
1: at the the amount of pockets of empty seat, blue and white seats. It wasn't two or three; it was like big, big areas. Um, I'd love to hear from City fans that were there. that saw look, we saw it on telly. You can't deny it, it that they were that they were filled. Is, they were, it,
3: is it embarrassing for the champions of England to have a ground like that? It's going around I, 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 the world. That game, I like have that. to
1: say, yeah. It is. Can you imagine ever seeing Real Madrid like that, or Barcelona, or or Bayern Munich? You don't, do you? I mean, it, it was honestly. I, I'd, I'd be if that was a Chelsea sta- stadium in a game like that was on telly. I'd be embarrassed. With fairness, well, you know, we've all just paid seventy pounds out for. Uh... Wembley tickets as well, you know, for a, for a week on Sunday. So it is, it is a bit it is a bit tough. I know you're going on about that, you know, other clubs will be full, but we're not talking about them. We're talking about City, aren't we, as you've just said. But uh, it's tough, mate. It's it, it's it's tough forking out all the time. Wembley charges £70. Don't forget, it's costing us all £35, £40 to get down there, half past 4 kickoff. So it's the best part of 120 quid there for the day. So it is, it's, it's hard work, mate. There is we're definitely an element that. of that, Dave. The, the,
3: the, are you not, sorry, are you not a season ticket holder, Dave?
1: I am a season ticket right. holder. What, what about... What, hold on,
3: hold on. Today. What about all the other season ticket holders that didn't turn up tonight?
1: Disgusting, mate. Disgusting. But don't forget, half past seven kickoff, it, it, it is a... For, for season ticket holders, you know, the club's growing at the moment... It, it, it is quite a better way to come. But listen, it, it winds us up more than anybody.
3: Hello, Ben, the West Ham fan. Hi, Ben. Hi, guys. How's it going? We're good. Did you go tonight? I did, yeah. How does it Probably, feel, uh, Ben, how does it feel that you had the same amount of shots on target as your team?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. The, the, to be
1: honest, there's not enough descriptive words to, to, to say how bad we were tonight. Making a substitution in the 78th minute, it's just, there was no fight
2: Steps up, puts it into the back of the net.
3: Nothing Lloris could do about that. And RB Leipzig have the lead. Spurs nil, RB Leipzig won. Timo Werner with the goal from the spot. Well, I just
1: thought we'd been getting a bit of a hard time on the radio from a lot of our fans and a lot of our fans in the ground in particular, you know, sitting around me. Mm. I thought we actually played quite well tonight, to be honest. And it's, it's difficult when you've got a lot of first-team players on the sidelines. You're going to, you know, you're going to struggle. I thought we played quite well, considering... I don't know, but I still fancy us to get the job done over in Germany. Really? Do you
3: honestly, Ian?
1: Well, if we can get started, you know, how we started the second half, it's been non-belle place from the beginning, I don't see why not,
5: yeah.
3: Time now to check in with Jim White and Natalie Swythe. So they had the inventor of the Sinclair C5, Trevor, was on the show, talking about Atletico Madrid and how they beat Liverpool by a goal to... Come on, Atletico! Oh, that's a bit harsh. We need to remain impartial on this podcast Go on the Athletics Yep, no one calls him that
1: When you're looking at Simeone I played against Simeone in the World Cup 2002 He was a horrible man to play against He's got a mentality where it's personal on the pitch You're taking money out of my pockets medal out of my pockets whatever it is and he takes it personally and he's got a real drive Now, I don't mind that but I've never been a win-at-all-costs person so that's probably why I didn't win anything in my career, any awards. But when you take that onto a team where there is talented players and then use dark hearts, I think it's wrong. For, for me, deliberate handballs, pulling shirts, um, cynical, deliberate fouls, diving. These are all things that I don't want to see in the game. We call it the beautiful game for a reason. It's supposed to be beautiful to watch. This is absolute load of rubbish.
3: Now, tomorrow being Friday, we have live and exclusive national radio commentary of Derby County against Fulham. That begins from 7pm. It's in the championship and it's live on TalkSport 2. So, in the build-up to that fight, our very own Moose was talking to their very own Wayne Rooney. And if you're wondering why we call him the Moose, well, you know, in sport people have nicknames, don't they? Like uh, Darren Anderson was called Sick Note because he was injured quite often and he was on the treatment table. So, not a great nickname, but, you know, everyone knew who you talking about when you said old Sick Note. Or, uh, or Safe Hands was Dave Seaman because he had, well... He had safe hands. And the Moose, we call him the Moose, because, uh, well, um, he looks like a moose, I suppose. Let's talk about you, your achievements. The country's greatest golf scorer, Manchester United's greatest golf scorer, now playing in midfield.
5: Yeah, I think it's <clears throat> a role which, obviously, I've, I've played in various positions throughout my career. Um, striker, number 10, left, right, in midfield, um, you know, at Manchester United, at Everton also played there as well. So, I think listen, I'm not the player I was when I was 18 or 20. Um, the age does take its toll on you. Is it just That's the pace me. that
3: goes? It must just be because I've I've seen you playing. Your vision is still as good. Your passing is still as good. It's just you can't do it as quickly.
5: Yeah, no. I think you, the one thing which um, is still quick is your brain, and it's. Um, I've always said um, I've always been a great studier of of the game, and um, I try and um, take that into my game now, and you know, use my obviously experience, but also use my brain on the pitch to to um, you know get the best out of myself, but also to you know whether it's taking the opposition players into places where they don't really want to go, and which creates space for my teammates. Um, yeah, so I think. Oh, Play, on, go play 90 minutes all day in this position not, um, I think the one thing which you don't do as much of is the high intensity running um, when you're a striker you obviously run into the channels it's more high intensity running Where in midfield it's, it's more of an endurance Time now to check in for the first time on today's show with the Alan
3: Brazil Sports Breakfast Show and co-host for the show was Tony Cascarino, legally I have to say that it's in his contract and mine Anyway, Big Cascarino was talking about how Manchester United have missed out on a world-class player in Haaland. Yeah, we know that. Thanks for rubbing it in. Big Tony Cascarino.
0: Man United, and I don't believe it's Man United's fault. I just think they felt they couldn't get this deal done because of the agent and the way it was heading. They've lost a major player what? in the world of football in the next 10 years because he is such a. Ha- I can't remember a forward that big, that quick, that strong, yeah. great touch in the game. He's six foot five, which is extraordinary, yeah. you know, that size. He reminds me of six foot five Harry Kane you know where he's bigger stronger quicker so direct i mean he's that giant you know in your kids football when you're playing the giant you're looking at mm. the opposition he can't be 16 he's not 15. Mm. this lad who had a really late growth spout is huge
1: and just watching him he just mm. oozes confidence hi how you doing this is darren bent and you're listening to talk sport daily
3: Time now to check in with Hawksby and Jacobs. Sadly, there was no Paul Hawksby, which is a real shame because the show goes down here. I'll be honest, when he's not there... Oh, he was in? Oh, okay. So who's off? (laughs) Okay. Oh, it must have been a great show. I'm gutted I missed this one. It was uh, Charlie Baker. So Baker and Hawksby were joined by Jeff Thomas and they were talking about loads of things, including his infamous miss against France at Wembley in 1992.
2: Lineker. And it's Thomas.
3: Brilliantly played by England. Rousseau started to come. Oh, and Thomas... Tried to chip him. That was, would you believe it, 2000, that's eight years, Wait, 2005, 42 years ago yesterday. Wow, flown by. I'm
4: not allowed to forget it, so I got in there early this morning, I was probably on the, on the Twitter and everything about six o'clock. You know, before anybody else uh, said, "Oh yeah, yeah. I remember this." There's in, in Tony Cascarino's excellent autobiography with Paul Kimmage. He, the book starts with him in a one-on-one with a keeper, and he talks about what's going through his mind. Of course, he's a striker, but just like, but can you can you remember? You're in this position. You think, "Blimey, I'm going to score at Wembley for England." The keeper's miles off his line. Was yeah. there any, what, what are you thinking? I actually saw it. It was such a good ball from Gary that yeah. um, it was weighted perfectly. And and I think if I had to stretch for it or had to do something that took my mind off what was ahead of me. I think I'm, I might have done better, but because it was just there for me, and the keeper was in no man's land. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, I thought chip him, and they, but looking at it now, me personally, it's, it's obvious to just bend it round to the left of him. You know, <laughs> with this wonderful left foot I've got. <laughs> were,
3: you, were you known for your chipping, Jeff? Or? Um, no, oh.
4: no, no. It's probably the first and last time I even attempted yeah. something like that. <laughs> How does it
3: feel to be? Because in in many ways, it, it, cement, it cements you in people's minds, it eye, does. you know, but and, and you've managed to turn it into a massive positive as well. Yeah, you know, I mean,
4: you, it's you haven't got a choice, really. I mean, no. probably the week after that, because it wasn't a social media back then, it seemed to die down, you mm. know, because we won the game and Alan Shearer scored on his debut. There was other stories being flagged up straight after the match. But then there was the Mary House experience. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah And sure, various yeah. characters. Yeah, Newman and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was on there. They, they were just ridiculing me. Oh, and, dear. and Danny Baker on, on the radio was giving me sticks. So, yeah, it was coming from all angles. And, uh, yeah, so you had to, you, as a sports guy, you had to just swallow it. And, yeah. you know, I remember playing at, uh, I think it was West Ham a week or two after. And he was singing, if Jeff Thomas can play for England, so can I. Uh, <laughs> so <it's, laughs>
3: From the idea from the Manchester United manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, he was saying that Marcus Rashford's fracture proved to be far more serious than first anticipated, and will take time to recover.
0: Would hope he's playing this season, but uh, it'll just be touch and go towards the end. So hopefully uh, we can go through uh, and get through this tournament and uh, prolong the season. It takes time. I was uh, I'm not a doctor, but obviously I was uh, I was hoping. Uh, he would recover quicker and uh, it actually looks like it's going to be out for. So, another few months, definitely.
3: Wonderful to hear more great news for Manchester United. A quick reminder that Manchester United are away against Club Bruges, or Brugge, or Brugge, or Brug. no one knows how to say it. Anyway, it's live on TalkSport 2 tonight at 5.55. All the fives, well not all of them, because otherwise it'd be like fifty-five. 55 and five minutes to 60 o'clock doesn't even exist so uh, as many fives as you can get anyway it's five to six in the evening so make sure you tune in to talk to for live commentary of club Brugger bruges or whatever they're called against manchester united anyway back now to jim white and natalie sawyer they had alan hutton in the studio who had an exclusive announcement about retiring really i thought he retired about 15 years ago he's still is he, he retired okay all Well, right, right let's have a
0: listen then yeah, well, obviously I've been uh, out of football for about nine months now. It's given me a lot of time to to think about things and and see what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do. Sorry, moving forward. So I've come to the conclusion that I'm I'm going to retire from football. Obviously, it's been a really difficult decision that I've had to make, and I've I've taken my time and I've I've thought about it a lot. But as I said, it's it's been difficult. But I think for me, moving forward, it's the right thing. I could have played on. I had opportunities to play on, but nothing was. Really worked out for me and the family, if I'm honest. So they're based in Birmingham. Kids are at school. Son plays with Coventry. So I, I really thought it was it was time to focus on them, really, and and do what was best for them. So yeah, it's it's a sad moment for myself, but uh, I think it's the right one overall. It's been such a big part of my life. Obviously since since I've been six, seven, uh, I still remember the days. Uh, Mum and dad obviously gave up a lot of their time to take me in buses and trains and undergrounds to go to training at Rangers. Uh, three, four times a week. So, look, it's it's been a long journey. I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I've had some amazing moments throughout. I've had some not so good mo- moments, obviously, but of a roller coaster but well, It's it's given me everything that I've got, and and I'm I'm really thankful for
1: that. Alan Such a rare goal scorer, but when he scores, they are nothing
3: less than spectacular. Yeah, I suppose it was a good goal, actually, that one, and uh, great celebration. Maybe he's retired because he's knackered from running so much. But that's nearly it for podcasting thing. Before we go, of course, the best bits of the rest of Andy Goldstein's books by Monday to Thursday from 10pm. Yeah, not the bits that you heard earlier. They were good bits, they were good bits. Oh, yeah, they're really good. These are the best bits. Not average bits, the best bits of any show on Ball ever. And they were in my show. Would you believe it? What are the chances of that? Moose, you saw the game, obviously, tonight. The West Ham game? No, the Spurs game. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I'm here, can, yeah. You, can you give us five adjectives to decide to describe how um, Spurs played tonight? What words would I use to describe? Uh, I thought they were average. That's fine. Right. Uh, I thought they were lucky. Lucky. Okay, um, yeah, right. I thought at times they. Just a word, um, just a word, not just, the sentence just, up to just it, just one just a word, word. Just one word. All oh, right, okay, so, okay, average, lucky, which is two I've already used. Fortunate. <laughs> similar to lucky, so Kind of similar to lucky. <laughs> no, another word,
1: like, fortunate scrubbed out.
3: <laughs> you, you, another one. <laughs> you thrust this one, Moose. Um, <laughs> Go on, Moose.
1: You, you, you're meant to use words yeah. for a living,
3: come Sorry. on. Sorry. I do use you're a, I do use you're a commentator, I... you've got two so far, <laughs> and, and one of them was the same. That's it for another podcasting thing. Thanks for listening. As always, a reminder, you can download it for free on Acast, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Anyway, before I go, let me tell you tonight, there is lots of live football. I've mentioned one game. That's Manchester United away at Club Brugge Bruges. It's the Europa League. It's the round of 32. Blimey, is this competition still going on? Yep. And it's the first leg and it's live on TalkSport 2. And also tonight from 8pm, Olympiacos will be playing Arsenal in the greatest cup competition in the world, very much like Manchester United, the World Europa League Club Championships, and it's that same stupid, pathetic round of 32. Also live on TalkSport 2. That's it. Make sure you download this tomorrow and the next day and the next day, and that will line my pockets with all those gobstoppers they're buying me. Love a gobstopper. Remember the really big ones that you lick about 10? I bought one of those big ones once. For Don Hutchison, this is true, he's got a bit of OCD. And he's the sort of fella that if you buy him something, he can't just look at it and chuck it in the bin. I bought him this gobstopper, an everlasting one. It was the size of my fist, like a cricket ball. And he put it on his mantelpiece and he'd lick it. And he'd lick it, he'd take it off the mantelpiece, lick it. And it must have taken him about, I'm not exaggerating, six weeks before he could finish it. And it ruined his tongue. And every day he'd send me a picture. And then he'd phone me up and go, I can't keep doing it, man. Me tongue's broken. Anyway, that, I can't remember why I was telling you that story, but that did happen. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Be safe, everyone. Be safe.
1: That was a podcast from Talk Sport.